Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Giles. I'm so thrilled to welcome you here. If this is your first time, get comfortable, get ready. This is your home for creating Femme Financial Freedom. And for longer term listeners, welcome back. I just adore having you here. I love all of your messages, all of your DMs, all of the love that you share with me about how this podcast is reaching you, touching you and supporting you. So please keep it coming. Please feel welcome to send me a DM uh, on Instagram. You'll find me at chic underscore money. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your takeaways. Uh, if there's any questions you'd like me to cover on the podcast, I'm going to be doing a Q&A soon. So please feel welcome to send those through to me as well. And yeah, I just love, love, love uh, connecting with you and supporting you at a really deep level. So let's delve into today's topic. And that is what are the mindsets that surround you? And this is such a juicy and powerful topic because I'm sure you've probably heard a number of times before that, you know, your net worth is equivalent to your network and that you are the sum of the five closest people that you spend the most time with. And I actually heard some research this morning uh, that in fact, they're, um, gosh, I can't remember the name of the person, but they've done a lot of extensive research and just recently published a book called Friends. And they were talking about in that book, um, Dunbar is his surname. Oh my gosh, his first name escapes me. Uh, I will put the book name in the podcast episode notes though. Uh, And in that book, he has done a lot of extensive research over a long period of time about how many people you can hold in your inner circle, in your friends and acquaintances list, right out to, you know, public figures, names that you recognize um, and know. And I was actually really shocked to hear that in your inner circle, you actually only have space for between four to six people, which lines up with the concept of, you know, your net worth equaling your network. Um, But when you think about four to six people and they're also consisting of those people that you share your home with, you know, so for myself, I have my two daughters and my partner, you know, that's half of my inner circle taken, (laughs) rightly or wrongly, whether I'm happy about it or not, uh, by those people that I, I share that space with. So it's no wonder that when you then bring in other aspects as well. So for example, my daughter does calisthenics. So, you know, there's her calisthenics and then there's commitments around that and connections with people around that. Um, you know, extended family members, clients, team members, you know, it's really no wonder that we now are living in a world 
where people are feeling, you know, overwhelmed, overexposed, <laughs> you know, that whole, you know, we've all seen the, the funny quotes on Facebook about adulthood being, you know, just two friends messaging each other back, hoping to catch up and not being able to sync calendars and, you know, and then of course lockdowns and isolation and the pandemic has placed further pressure and further disruptions into our normal living patterns. So I feel like I'm painting a fairly bleak picture here, which is not my intention, but my intention is to share with you that you actually only have so much space to be able to hold for people in that area. And just as you are, you know, the sum of the five people you spend the most time with in terms of your net worth and your network, the same is relevant for what I want to share and speak with you today, relevant to mindsets. Okay, so every person that you are connected with, every person that you spend time with has a mindset. You have a mindset. We have a money mindset. We have a love mindset. We have health mindsets. We have many, many different programs running through your mind, through your consciousness and, and make up who you are, as does every other person. Okay, so the thing with mindsets are they're contagious. Okay, mindsets are contagious. And what I mean by that is, have you ever been, you know, in a really great mood or even just a, a neutral mood? <laughs> and then you go and you spend some time with somebody. And if they're in a really amazing mood and mindset and energy, they lift you up and you walk away from them just feeling lit up, inspired, aligned, motivated, all of that kind of thing. Likewise, if you spend time with somebody who isn't in a great mindset and potentially is having a bad day or life or year or whatever the case may be, any time you spend around them can actually bring you down and be a real energy and time drain. Now, this is similar. This is their mindset impacting upon you. And the truth is, the more time that you spend around people, you are constantly being exposed to other people's mindsets, to other people's thoughts, feelings, beliefs, visions, intentions, limitations, what they believe is right or wrong. And it really is catchy. It's like a cold. <laughs> you, If you stay around somebody long enough, you will catch it. And if we're not mindful and we're not aware about this over a period of time, you can actually end up adopting a mindset that was never yours to begin with. You know, you, you take on other people's thoughts, feelings, beliefs, habits. You know, we all know somebody who has either got into a relationship or got out of a relationship or has started, um, you know, spending time with a new group of friends or a new community group, whatever the case may be. And after a little while, it's kind of like the person that you knew before has completely changed. And that may be amazing. Uh, it may not be so amazing, depending on where you are in agreement and alignment with how they shift or how they change. But that is because mindsets are catchy and you are very pliable. You are, you know, you can be shaped and molded by yourself, but also by exposure to others, which is really what I'm wanting to bring your attention to today is asking yourself, what mindsets are you surrounded by? Are you surrounded by mindsets that are all about potential, 
possibility, you know, change, transformation, achievement, vision, you know, are you full of glass half full people? Are you surrounded by them? Or are you more surrounded by people who want to focus on what is wrong in the world, what's not going well, uh, fears, limitations, what this person did, blame, shame, guilt, you know, all of those lower vibration frequencies. And you will know by, I always say, you'll know by how you feel when you see their name come across your phone screen. <laughs> is it like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited to talk to this person. Or is it like, oh no, you know, your heart sinking a little bit. I feel obligated or not in the right mood for this person or whatever the case may be. If you run those people who are in your inner circle, your inner sanctum, who have direct access to you, if you run them through that little test that is how do I feel when I see this person's name pop up on my phone screen, what, where are you at with that? Is their mindset enhancing you or is their mindset diminishing you and taking you further away from where, where it is that you know you need to be in and who you need to be focusing on being and what it is that you're focusing on creating? Okay, so you are the sum of the people that you spend the most time with. Uh, Now, here's the thing. This is both in person and online. Okay, it's people you spend your physical space with. It's people you spend online space with. It can even be television shows (laughs) like it could be podcasts. It could be public figures. Literally. Us humans are meaning making machines, okay? Whenever you are exposed to something subconsciously without you even being in control of it, your mind, your body, your soul is assigning meaning. It is ranking it in level of importance. It is deciding whether this is good or bad, helping you or hindering you. All of this kind of internal filing and record keeping and allocating and sorting is all happening completely subconsciously and you're not even aware of it and all of that adding up is creating the mindset that you are experiencing all based upon the information that you're receiving from people around you okay so another mindset piece that obviously is very relevant to our area of focus which is around money and finances is the the research around your critical faculty and your your money story so you know I talk a lot about on the podcast and if you're new then it won't take you long to get up to speed with this that your money story was in place by the age of eight so by the age of eight you had decided all of the important things of our life okay that was when your critical faculty is formed and so your critical faculty helps you to decide all of your important decisions about money body relationships health success uh, class status all of those things you actually decided probably before you had a pen license (laughs) which is a little alarming but let's just work with it and so when you were that age I want you to think back about you know, as you reflect upon the money story that you experienced, the, the energy that you felt around money, the words that you were told, the rules and boundaries that were in place, what you what your family or those around you believed to be true about money, wealth, success and so forth. So my invitation for you today is to one, to reflect upon that money story and what you were exposed to and then two, 
is those very people that taught you that and showed you that and shaped you into creating those belief systems, where are they in terms of your inner circle, your inner sanctum, the people that you're spending time with? So be it parents, grandparents, other family members, community members, are they still a part of your life today? And has their position changed at all in regards to what it was that you were initially shown and taught? And the reason that is so important and so powerful is because a lot of the time, these people that taught you this were somewhat authority figures, you know, be they family members, you know, they held a position of power in your life. They held a position of authority and influence in the relationship and connection that you had with them. And the way that that relationship was set up was that they were the parent or the guardian or the, the coach, the teacher, whatever the case may be. And there's this, this implied relationship that they're teaching you, that they're showing you that they're the older, more experienced, wise, educated one, and they're showing you and sort of like <laughs> they're right, you're wrong kind of thing because of this, this dynamic and the way that it's set up because they're the adult and you're the child. And so we know through human behavior and through psychology that human needs trump everything else. Okay. And so even though we're very technologically advanced, for example, how we're connecting today on this podcast platform, you're potentially driving your car, going walking, working out at the gym, whatever you may be doing and, and listening to me today, which I'm incredibly grateful for. But although we are very technologically advanced in the way that we are connecting, we're also very, very primal beings and beyond your goals, your desires, your targets, your KPIs, everything you have in your life, beyond all of that, what is more important than to you than anything else, whether you recognize it or not, is love, acceptance and belonging. And to the degree we fear that our love, acceptance and belonging will be compromised upon the achievement of a goal is to the degree that you will block that achievement in your life. Okay. So for example, I see this happen and come up for women all the time in terms of, you know, creating financial success, our earning family members, whoever it may be, if there is this fear. And a lot of the times in the women that I work with, they're working with me because they want to do it in a way that is a lot more aligned less hours, not as stressful, you know, like a lot of people have been shown through their early exposure that, you know, working really hard and super long hours and all of that is how you get success. And then perhaps it's even that you don't get success or that it's always constantly a battle or a struggle. Or you never quite make it or whatever the story is. The women that I work with have decided that's not their story. That's not what they're available for any longer. And so we work together to, to transform that and to heal that. What's really interesting, though, is that you can have that goal. You can have that dream. You can have that desire. But your human conditioning, which is I don't want to be kicked out of the cave and starve to death effectively because we, we, we value love, acceptance and belonging above all else, will oftentimes limit put a cap 
on your ability to create that success in a way that is fueling to you, sustainable, scalable. Basically, you don't want to be the bag naughty girl who does it differently to what you were shown or what you were taught. Okay, does that make sense? So let me just play this out in really simple, practical terms. You desire, let's just say, for example, that, um, you know, $100,000 of revenue, you watched your parents or family members or coach or whoever create that, but there was so much stress and overworking and pressure and then it never hung around because of bad economic times or they sabotaged a relationship or they didn't manage it well or whatever the case may be. So you have a story and a belief system around what it takes to create success to that level, what it means, what it impacts, all of that. You desire to create potentially the same or greater result in a much more loving, abundant, soulful, sustainable, scalable way. Here's where the the push-pull friction comes in is because you desire it, but it's almost, it can almost be this fear of rubbing someone's nose in it or, you know, diminishing their success or acting like a spoiled brat or this fear of being perceived in a certain way. And I watch this take women out of the game all the time, or it doesn't take them out of the game, but it's this constant friction and this constant stress point and this constant yo-yo up and down. So this is all because of you being impacted by other people's mindsets. This is all because of your early conditioning, early patterns that created a belief system. And then as you've gone about through your life, that belief system has been further backed up by results, by habits, by learning. You just create more of the same because your belief system trumps absolutely everything else. So if you're having ahas right now and you're realizing where these stories and where these mindsets are showing up and the fact that yes, potentially those people are still impacting you in a certain way or limiting you in a certain way, or they may not even be doing that at all, but it's all a story that you're carrying. (laughs) The story, the fear, the uncertainty, the underlying subconscious concern that your safety, well-being, love and belonging may be impacted. Okay. And so I have a few things I want to share with you today. They're going to help you to transcend and transform this because chances are that through this podcast, you've identified a few mindsets and a few people around you that potentially aren't supporting you to be the highest version and vision that you have for yourself. Okay. So what do you do when you realize that you're potentially surrounded by some mindsets that don't help you? And, you know, I hear this so much from women who join my programs that, you know, my husband has a really bad money story or a really bad mindset, or my parents um, have always told me certain things about money, Um, or my friendship group, you know, are all stuck in jobs that they hate and I feel really bad to rub their nose in it and do something different or whatever the case may be. It comes up in so many different ways and My support and advice for everybody who's experiencing that in whatever capacity 
you may be, whatever way it's showing up, however it may be impacting upon you, the truth is always universal and that is that you heal the world by healing yourself first. You heal the world by healing yourself first and the greatest, most powerful and impactful gift that you can give to yourself and to the benefit of those that are suffering that around you because I know that when women come to me in this way, they want nothing but the best for their parents, their partner, their family, their friends, their clients. But it's almost like, you know, you can't help a starving kid in Africa by not eating a sandwich today. Okay. And so by you not getting over this and by you not creating this change and transformation and getting wealthy yourself, you can't actually help those people from that place that you're in currently. And a part of that is because you probably have a little bit of resentment or guilt or shame or frustration around that sort of codependent, unhealthy dynamic relationship that these experiences have co-created. Okay, so you always heal the world by healing yourself first. And the amount of women who have come to work with me and they've been really experiencing a great deal of trepidation because they're not sure or, you know, they they're like, can I, you know, how do I get my husband on board? And I like often joke, I'm like, just leave Think and Grow Rich laying around, <laughs> you know, strategically place books around the house, be reading things. You know, there, there's certain ways that I practical ways that I really help my clients with navigating this. But ultimately, it's an energy thing. And when you create your shifts and you create your transformation and here's the thing, more often than not, you will start to manifest results through other people as well. Okay, so you will be creating results, not only for yourself, because this isn't just about you and never is, it's about those around you. Okay, I have a friend who uh, is also has her own business. And oftentimes when we catch up, she'll be like, oh my God, Jess, there's just something around about being around you. Every time I'm with you, I get new leads, new clients, testimonials coming in um, just through, you know, she says through being in my presence. And it's 100% an energy game. I've had clients who have, you know, manifested not even intentionally, but just through their intention and focus you know, new jobs for their partners, uh, um, salary raises, <laughs> additional bonus income coming in from different places. And there's no better way to create intrigue and interest more so than you telling somebody they need to do something instead of just healing yourself, transforming yourself, being the light, being the lighthouse, being the pillar that others are attracted to because of how your life is changing. Okay, a beautiful client of mine when we finished working together and she created all kinds of financial results, which were amazing. But her husband was like literally saying to her, what are you doing? Because you just look and look like a totally different woman. And he noticed the change in her behavior, the relaxation, the results that she was creating. He even commented on her posture because she'd always struggled with her posture. So this is all through healing yourself. So if I haven't sold you on healing yourself to heal others at this point in time, uh, I'm not sure what else I could do at this point. But yes, when you heal yourself, you will inspire 
and uplift others around you as well. And here's the thing. It may be directly impacted to those people that you have a direct connection and relationship with, but it's also going to be people that you will never know, people that you never will have connected with. You know, I have women reach out to me all the time who listen to the podcast, who may have bought the book and they're like, oh my God, Jess, like my life has totally changed. You have been an amazing inspiration and support to me and I've never spoken to them directly one-to-one clearly I'm speaking to you now and connecting with you now but you know I love the the philosophy that you inspire people who you'll never come never converse with never have a conversation with but that is how powerful and impactful you are so when you give yourself the gift of healing and transforming your own world the ripple impact and the effect that will just vibrate out from you and make its way through the world Uh, is an incredible gift for you to give. So heal the world by healing yourself. The other thing is that I invite you to journal, pray, meditate, chant around. uh, What are the mindsets that no longer serve you? What is it time to let go of? And I invite you to just let them go. Okay, so I would journal on the prompt, which is what mindsets is it time for me to let go of? What mindsets are no longer serving me? Whose mindsets are no longer serving me? Okay, so here we are just really starting really broad and going, what mindsets aren't serving me or supporting me anymore? And that can be really broad. So it can be in terms of like money, love, health, relationships, success, joy, safety, like literally anything. And then we're going to slowly, like not slowly, but then go layer deeper, layer deeper. And then you, I really want you to be like, okay, it's this person's mindset that is just grinding my gears. <laughs> and I just can't take it forward with me any longer. Okay. That is going to be so powerful for you to be able to let go, release, surrender at a really deep level. What is no longer serving and supporting you. And here's the thing, remember as well, this isn't about, I'm very, very, conscientious and committed to radical self-responsibility. So today's podcast is not at all about letting yourself off the hook and putting the blame on everyone around you, not in the slightest. It's really about taking radical ownership and self-responsibility for yourself, letting go of what is no longer serving or supporting you and coming back to self. And there's going to be a lot of mindsets within yourself even that you become aware of that it's time to let go of because everything in life is a mirror. So if you're carrying a certain mindset, you're naturally going to notice it in other people as well. So it's a very, very interesting self-reflection, but also really taking responsibility and notice of the impact and the effects of those around you as well. Okay. So I hope you have found this episode really valuable and helpful Remember, mindsets are catchy, (laughs) but you hold the power and it's really a beautiful invitation for you to let go of what is no longer serving and supporting you. And I can't wait to hear what those are. So enjoy this episode. Enjoy the journaling prompts that I gave you relevant to this. I very much look forward to hearing what comes up from you. Please make sure that we're connected on Instagram. Um, Share with me. DM me, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with some friends that really could benefit from this. 
uh, and share with me as well your biggest takeaway and insight from today. I also invite you to come on over and join my free Facebook community, Femme Financial Freedom, where we will continue this conversation and I will be leading a powerful meditation uh, around healing your own money mindset as well. So grab the link to join that group in the episode notes. And until next episode, enjoy creating your beautiful life of Femme Financial Freedom.